Hello, and welcome back to Baby Shroom Pod, a podcast where I talk about whatever's on my mind. This week is a very special, spooky episode. <laughs> Sammy and Macy are back with me from Hunu Pod, and we are completing our series for season one for horror babies. So the first time we talked, it was just Sammy and I, and we talked about the horror genre. The second time was all three of us, and we talked about horror in a movie that we watched together. And this one is uh, kind of a campfire special, (laughs) where we just swapped scary stories. So there's some cryptids, some aliens, definitely ghosts. Um, I'm giving you the forewarning in the intro that if you do not do well with horror, don't listen to this episode. I mean, not that I want less people to listen, but um, it's a good one. It's pretty scary, and I don't want to be responsible for anyone's sleepless nights or bad dreams, so just a forewarning. And I am... I don't know. I think I have pretty thick skin with scary stuff, but I think I'm a little out of shape because it's been a while since I've watched a scary movie since we've been in lockdown, so... Anyway, without further rambling, here is the episode with Sammy and Macy. Hey guys. Hi. Hi. How was your day today? It was good. It was productive. We did a lot of errands. Mm-hmm. Fun stuff. A nice surprise day off. Well, you were on call, but you didn't get called in, which is nice. Yeah, not yet. I mean, there's still a shift that might call in but I think I'm good cool yeah I had a super lazy day it was a nice Saturday that's Just good on some photos well we're here for horror babies part three yes. and I thought it would be so fun to swap goss- gossip nope not those <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden we are now gossip girl yeah ghost nope. stories <laughs> and cryptids and creepies um, and I just thought, what a fitting end to uh, our Horror Babies series. Love it. So before we start, what kind of things uh, scare you guys the most? So for me, it's stories that are like home invasion stories. I, I guess I found out from talking about this, like home invasion alien crossover stories. That to me is the worst because you can't catch and arrest and convict an alien. Yes. Nope. So. <laughs> That's the worst one. <laughs> what about you guys? Um, same, like home invasion, like just those real people that do those things and that are like completely unfathomable to like somebody like me to do that. Like I couldn't go to someone's home and like torture and do whatever to people. Like, oh, that sounds like oh, it's it's awful. Yeah, I don't get that like desire. Yeah, you you know, I went through like a huge chunk of my life where I was like obsessively researching psychopaths and sociopaths because I needed to know like how could somebody do that to another person. But really what it always comes down to is it like just happens sometimes. Some people's brains are not wired in the same way and it just happens. Which Mm -hmm. is sad. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, your guys's, it wasn't the last episode, but the one before with Dave Navarro is that his name yeah yeah that episode with the stalking 
for some reason scared me so so bad I was so paranoid I couldn't even do yoga because I kept looking over my shoulder (laughs) thinking something was happening it was so scary yeah it's crazy what she went through and stuff like that and it makes me sad that people literally live through that every day without telling people well it sucks like the amount of evidence that you have to have to even pursue like an actual stalking case is Mm. ridiculous yeah that's insane because he was like straight up torturing her he wasn't just following her around sometimes he was like torturing her and her kid too and Mm, yeah to think that she would have had trouble with that like going to court yep I think though it's just sad because I think during that episode Macy mentions about how by the time police are called it's like the seventh incident mm-hmm. oh yeah in, like, domestic violence yeah on so average. I don't even know if she reached out to police I just know that she reached out to get that restraining order but it was too late by then yep right because of what had already been happening like leading up to it and that was yeah. her first opportunity to yeah get help yeah it's crazy what about you Macy what scares you demons yes specifically (laughs) Sammy and I were talking about this last night how like I I think now after talking to her about it that I think about this in an unreasonably like large amount of time extremely amount of time but I'm like man is today the day I'm gonna get possessed (laughs) no who do I what a weirdo who Who do we have that I do like I'm sitting here like who do we have a priest who would come over do we have you know oh. art <laughs> version of like ed lorraine warren do i call them i have those thoughts all the time you know you want to know why why Please. in montrose in my hometown there was a girl who was oh who went through an exorcism at the pentecostal church and she died are you serious what yes, in my hometown so that now that i'm thinking about it <laughs> yeah that seems like a strong connection (laughs) that's the source of the trauma wow what ended up happening to her priest did anything happen because she died i should ask my mom more about that we should do an episode about them oh yeah that's wild yeah that just cropped up in my brain (laughs) (laughs) oh my god Welcome yeah. to the therapy where repressed memories come up on That's why we do Baby a podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, that is gonna, that's 100% this episode. All of the things you're like, I didn't know I was that scared of that thing until right now. That's how I felt about the stories. Um, I was gonna say there's something about like, I've heard audio, whether it's fake or not, of like demon possession, or even when it's like, like in a movie and you know it's fake, it is so scary to me. Like audio stuff really dis- disturbs me on a whole different level. Especially when it's like you hear this little girl's voice, and the next thing you know, it's like fucking Satan. Oh, it's like yeah. blah, 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 blah. didn't we audio from the infield poltergeist you, one of our episodes? You did. <laughs> it was very upsetting. It was so scary. I was like, I have no idea. She's like, I don't know. <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> Yeah, I actually, I fast forward because you said there was going to be audio. And then I was like, you're such a chicken shit. Go back. And I went back and listened to it. And I was like, oh my God, I shouldn't have listened to that. Like nothing crazy happened, but it still freaked me out. It's pretty wild. I feel like that's hard to fake. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
especially back that was in like the 70s yeah there's no like editing no (laughs) audio back then no and if they had it would be obvious to us now what they were edited yeah Yeah. totally yeah oh well shall we get into some stories let's do it let's do it so the first one that i have it's not really a story it's just something that used to happen that freaked me out i guess um I used to sleepwalk a lot when I first started college and Franco and I were first living together. And it was never just like, I would sleepwalk and walk into the living room. It was like, I would sleepwalk into the kitchen and stand there until he brought me back to bed. Or I'd be like working like on coffee in the closet and he'd have to wake up and put me to bed. And this poor man lived with that for (laughs) almost two years. Can you believe that? Two years? He really loves you. (laughs) apparently (laughs) but it was like I was thinking about the paranormal activity movies because I think we watched I watched them for the first time around then and I would think like I wonder what that would look like if I was recorded and then thought I would never ever want to know I would just rather be blissfully unaware and being haunted in the evening than know what you need to do is you need to take those recordings and then just not watch them and send them to me I won't tell you if there's any ghosts on there, but I'll tell you you're doing some weird shit for sure. <laughs> that, that does sound very tempting. I feel like it's an invitation to whatever is no. out there in the world. No. I don't really want that in our house. I'll just play it at work. Oh, good. <laughs> It'll be like a, that haunted painting episode where that guy just took that haunted painting with him everywhere. Yes. He's like, I don't want anyone else to be tortured by this. So I'm just going to take it everywhere with me. Right. (laughs) Which I mean, like, good on him. But at the same time, it's like, that's just weird. If we get something weird on it, we can just, like, record, like, put it on a physical recording and bury it in the backyard somewhere. Oh, that's it. That's not a bad idea. Why not? I don't know what I would do if a cursed possession came into my hands. I don't know. We probably already have one. We just don't know it yet. That is a fair and disturbing point. <laughs> Sorry. We were just talking about, uh, there's a show called uh, The Haunted Collector. It's like mm-hmm. Edwin Lorraine Warren's nephew is like a collector of haunted items. And mm-hmm. he had this show. It was like any other ghost show where like families who are being haunted or their house is haunted um, will call him to like fix it. And somehow on literally every episode, he like goes into the basement and like digs up some item that he determines is haunted or cursed and he gets very supposedly in all of these cases um the ghosts go away so maybe that's our problem okay let's find i know we have (laughs) we have a lot of shit on it babe let's be honest (laughs) (laughs) all right fair (laughs) i wouldn't even know just say, you guys can stay there. You can live with us, but you got to stay in that thing. And you can stay here rent-free. We won't give you a hard time. <laughs> Just stay there. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. Um, Sammy, do you want to start us off with a creepy story? Sure. Um, so when I was like 15, I worked at this Old West town that was like a theme park now and it was rebuilt from like an original old west town from back in the day 
so it was like deconstructed moved and then reconstructed into this theme park and um it was super cool uh it's super popular for how little it is john wayne shot a few movies there so there was like a little cabin that was like commemorated 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 fuck me um (laughs) it was super weird too because there was like a bathtub in there that people were like obsessed with because he bathed in it oh it was gross that is so creepy why are people so creepy i know people are fucking weird anyways so i worked at the ice cream parlor which was connected to the restaurant on the lower floor and these buildings were remade out of um barns from back in the day Hmm. so um so they were rebuilt from barns so it was like re laid out i guess and then the upstairs is where they would do magic shows like (laughs) like you're like oh this is the floating lady and all i just smorgasbord it was weird super weird shit i mean i understand why it's so popular because there's something for everybody there (laughs) you know you want ice cream check you love bathtubs with cowboys that's a magic yeah but then also upstairs there was a locked part locked portion of where the bar there used to have like a bar up there but people would end up drinking and trying to like jump off the balcony so they had to close it off nice. um they like left all the furniture there though so it looked like somebody just like abandoned it and it was like covered in dust and like definitely like what you would picture like an old abandoned place to be um mm-hmm. But I would have to go up there to get um, ice for the ice cream part. Like I would serve sodas and stuff. So people obviously want ice in their drinks. Um, But let me back up a little bit. This place was super fucking haunted because it was rebuilt literally from like back in the day when people would just die in the streets, you know, like regular old West stuff. And then um, the barns that were remade, like the building was remade of that I worked in. That's where they would hang people oh and that's nice i know and those barns were also where they would store the dead bodies through the winter because they could like the soil was like the dirt was too hard they couldn't dig up graves during the winter oh my god i talk so much shit about like modern america and how pathetic we are but i'm like man i'm so glad i'm alive right now could you even <laughs> imagine that being your life no having to be like oh go go get some hay for the horses out of the barn just ignore aunt sally out there you know <laughs> Oh, so <laughs> repulsive. So there was a mirror back behind the ice cream bar that I worked in where like the cutlery and like the glassware was that I would put the ice cream in. And it was like angled down. So you couldn't like see yourself, but you could see like your shoulders down or like your waist down, depending on how tall you were. And people that I worked with that had worked there for like several years were always like, oh, if you see something in the mirror, like, don't worry about it. Like it happens to all of us. It's totally fine. Never once did I see anything in that fucking mirror. Super annoying because that's all I wanted was to see something in the fucking mirror. You wanted it too bad. I wanted it too bad. Yeah, that's what it is. Anyways, so that's like the history of like the barns, which is creepy. Um, And I didn't know that people got hung, hanged or um, died in there. Or I guess they didn't die. They were just like held there (laughs) Uh, until like the week of me working there. And I was a little mad that like nobody told me about it because I was a grossed out and b like also very intrigued. But <laughs> there, yeah. I had learned that there was a specific spot where they would hang people in the restaurant that people would always ask to sit underneath that table or like on that table where people used to be hanged under. Oh my 
God. Yeah, super weird. I didn't learn this shit until. So. Like, why does everybody want this damn table? I had I no know. idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, not even a good spot. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like in the middle. Like, nobody likes to be in the middle of a no. restaurant. No, no, no. Um, Anyway, so I would have to get ice upstairs from that ice machine that was running. So because the restaurant was too busy, they couldn't like supply ice for both of us. Mm-hmm. So I'd go upstairs and um, it was locked. So I had a key and then the groundskeeper had a key. And he was the person who literally like maintained everything. He was basically like the Hagrid of the, the town that I worked in. Um, so <laughs> I get my key and then I get in there and I'm looking and on the table of one of the tables is that's covered in dust it's just a handprint like a no. flat palm handprint and i look at it and i'm just like that's not real <laughs> i keep going little 15 year old me i'm just like yeah. nah. so then i just keep going and i get some ice and i put it in the bucket and then i come back out and it's still there and i'm just like oh fuck that's definitely something that isn't supposed to be there <laughs> uh so it like I, a very clear handprint, like somebody purposefully oh, would totally. have made it. There's no way you could have missed it. It was like there was, um, so I'd walk in to the room and to the left would be the bar. And then to the right are the chairs and the desks, mm-hmm. or not desks, tables. And it was like the third one in where like, it was right where I would turn to go to the ice cream or to the ice machine. So it's like right there where like, you can't miss it. I don't know. That I don't like that. It, yeah, whatever, it's not great. whoever put it there, put it perfectly in sight in a perfect right. position. Right. So I go down, I fill my ice thing and I go find the groundskeeper and I'm like, hey, have you been, <laughs> sorry, my dog, dog is... ASMR. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> He's the worst. Um, so I'm just like, hey, have you been up there? The like locked off portion of the up second floor of the restaurant. He's like, no, is there something wrong? Like, do I need to fix something? That's what's going on. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, I have to show you something. So we go up there together and <laughs> this handprint is too big for my hand, but too small for his hand. Don't like and that. We were, no, when we are the only two people that had access up there. So ever since then, I um, never went up there alone to get the ice for opening. I would have to have one of the gunfighters walk me up there and be like, I'd catch one of them on the street as they're doing their patrols of whatever the fuck they're doing. Like, hey, uh, can you help me? Like there's a ghost for sure. Not interested in it. Please come. No, not at all. So yeah, that's, that's my little story. I think that is very disturbing that I know they're doing it for like authenticity, but kept all of that original stuff or such horrible things happened. Yeah, it's really fucking weird. And honestly, I feel like maybe it was just because I was young and naive, but they didn't really hype up like the haunted part of it very much. Like it was more like Hmm. just for like history and like, oh, John Wayne shit is here, you know, but like that place was so fucking haunted. Everybody there had an experience, especially those who worked there for more than just one summer. Like some people worked there for like 10 summers. Mm-hmm. They had so many stories. Is it still running? No. So unfortunately, oh. the summer that I worked there, it shut down because a Texas like millionaire bought it out huh. and he deconstructed the town again and rebuilt it somewhere in Texas. But I don't know if it's a theme park or if it's his own personal. That's weird. Super weird. <laughs> Yeah, especially if it was like successful already. No, like they were, <laughs> they were really oh. not. Too- 
for a while there. Oh, okay, okay. I was confused. So I'm sure, like, when somebody expressed interest in it, the owner was like, yeah, fucking... Please take it. Yeah, this place yeah. is not... It's great, this place. Yeah, for real. I think also, <laughs> like, um, so where I'm from, I'm, I'm from Canyon City, Colorado, and the way that you go up, it's, like, um, off of a highway kind of outside of the town, but you have Buckskin Joe's, but the main attraction there is the Royal Gorge, and mm-hmm. it's it's on the way to the Royal Gorge, which you think would be a good, like, tourist trap, but it's not because people would be like, oh, there's some weird old west town. Let's just keep going to the bridge. <laughs> right. What we came to see. The bridge was, like, a, a day trip. So, like, mm-hmm. you didn't have time to say, like, oh, we're just going to start at the old west town and then go to the bridge. Like, no, yeah. you went to the bridge, you had your day, and you came back home. So, or wherever you were going. Mm-hmm. So, it really didn't work out that way. So, they didn't do so well, but... I'm really sad. It was a really cool place. A for effort. You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, Macy, do you have a story for us? Uh, so my first ever like real ghosty experience, um, like I'd had little things happen here and there, but my first one happened when uh, my grandpa on my mom's side uh, passed away. I was about, I think I just turned 13. Hmm. Um, and he was pretty much in like the palliative, like hospice care part of the nursing home he had been in. Mm -hmm. So it was not like a surprise, anything like that. And, uh, so one night he passed and they notified my mom. She gets up and comes into my room and wakes me up and is just like, Hey, just wanted to let you know you know, that grandpa passed away and I'm headed to the, the, um, shit, what's it called? Old people's home. The <laughs> nursing home. Called? Thank you. Good <laughs> 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 oh, Lord. Uh, uh, to the nursing home to do whatever you do, uh, mm-hmm. when you're like that person that they call. So <clears throat> I hear her leave and I got up to, uh, I, still to this day have a hard time sleeping with like just silence so I my parents wouldn't let me have a tv so I would sleep with the stereo on mm-hmm. uh, but it turned off after like a number of hours so I got up turned that back on sat back down on my bed and the way that my room was like situated when I was sitting on my bed I could see out the door into the hallway Mm-mm. and my parents room nope. was past my room so I sit okay. down on my bed and I see somebody pass from the direction of the front door to the direction of my parents' room. And for a second, my logical brain was like, oh, that was dad uh, saying bye to mom and he's going back to bed. But then the more I thought about it, I'm like, that wasn't as tall as my dad. And it was kind of like lit. Like it was like a, it's hard to explain. Oh. You know when you see like those cheesy reenactments of ghost stories and the ghost yeah. is like, it's like a person, but it's also like the like light around well, we it, can, like see through sure. it. Yeah, yeah. To make sure you know, this is a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> that is not an actor. That is a ghost. <laughs> um, so it kind of looked like that, where I couldn't really get a lot of details. Mm. I just saw a human figure that was shorter than my dad walked by. So, me and my infinite, you know, thirteen-year-old knowledge said, "I'm gonna go that way too." Don't know oh. why I did. That. <laughs> but I did. So, so I go out of my room into the hallway, turn right uh, to go the same direction that this thing went. 
and I go into my dad's, my parents' room and I ask my dad, I was like, Hey, was that you that just passed by? Like, did you go to say bye to mom or what? And he's like tucked into bed, like would not, he would have still been like trying right. to get into bed by that time. Cause I, you know, pretty much immediately after I saw it, followed it. Um, and he says, no, but, um, I, I saw him come in here too. Uh, so if you want to just sleep in here tonight, that's fine. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I, if you hadn't come in there and said anything, I wonder if you guys would have just both laid there all night being like, that must have been something. Was that bet. something? Yeah. There's no way we would have said a single word to each other about it until like Thanksgiving a decade later. Real <laughs> 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 missed opportunity. <laughs> Gotta love family. <laughs> yeah. So I get into like my mom's side of the bed and both of us kind of just you know couldn't fall asleep the rest of the night and I remember like laying in bed and looking up at the ceiling and then in your peripheral you could see like a figure that was going from like the the top of the bed on my side down to the foot across the foot up my dad's side and then back and forth and literally all night and you would if you looked at it like if you kind of sat up or moved your head to actually look directly at what you were seeing in your peripheral it was gone was it moving fast or like normal pace just walking just like walking at a normal like adult pace faster than my grandpa would have because he was like 96 by the time he died but like it was as if he went back to his prime and was walking normal so back and forth and back and forth and um finally the neighbors had like an automatic sprinkler system uh Mm -hmm. like a new build next door to us every morning at 5 a.m these sprinklers would hiss and then turn on and so we were up all night and it was 4 59 and we hear this whisper of my name no and on the e of my name macy the sprinklers hissed on and turned on and we were both like awake and <laughs> both oh. heard it. <laughs> that is so horrifying decided to get up for breakfast <laughs> so, did you guys talk about it more not in the morning we didn't say a single <laughs> word to each other and then that night at dinner like mom came home she was talking about her day and then he and I both were she was like how how was your like she had been gone all day right and she comes home she's like how was your guys's day and I went to school that day but oh my god <laughs> like yeah Macy came in and slept in our room and she my mom was like why well <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you ask <laughs> and then we both realized like oh my god thank god he saw it I saw it neither of us is crazy we're not kooks we're good like <laughs> so did your mom believe you guys does she believe in that kind of stuff hundred percent because and I think most of this is because uh a she grew up in a super haunted house and b all day we started hearing stories from all the other grandkids my grandpa had tons of grandkids and great grandkids by the time he passed away and every single one of them had some kind of weird experience like that at the exact same time right after he died so that must mean he had such like a powerful energy or something for all of them to experience it. That's oh yeah, crazy. Across state lines, like it, we're all spread out, so it was yeah, pretty powerful, for sure. Wow. 
That's super upsetting. I'm so yeah. freaked out. I keep thinking like, why, God, why are we recording in the dark again? <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's fine. There's a fight night tonight. So when we're done recording, I'm going to go back and watch fights with Franco and scream at the TV. <laughs> Great. <laughs> like nothing happened. Yeah. And I'll sleep really good because I'll be so tired from yelling at the TV. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm like out of shape with scary stuff. All right, Sammy. Oh no, you just told yours. Okay, it's me again. Sorry, I'm all freaked out. (laughs) Okay, so there are some things that I've seen, like movies that have scared me. And there's some movies I have seen that like disturb me and haunt me on a level I don't know how to explain. And the fourth kind is that kind of movie for me. Have you guys seen it? 100% 100% negative we're never okay. going to Alaska yeah also don't ever watch it it's so <laughs> upsetting not especially if you're planning to go to Alaska do not watch it I probably want- even after you come back my dad actually grew up in either the town or like a town over it didn't it happen in like Nome Alaska yeah 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 he grew up in Anchorage that so is right over there, crazy. He talks about he's got some alien stories. So, really? Yeah. Oh shit! I'd love to hear some of these. <laughs> That's so <Okay>. crazy. <laughs> um. So anyway, aliens don't like terrify me innately, but if I have to really think about them, they really scare me and upset me. Not that I think they're like that's their intent is to come here and hurt us, but also, sure. you know, ne- you never know yeah they just probe us while we're sleeping it's fine yeah and sometimes (laughs) we remember and sometimes we don't it is what it is (laughs) but um franco has always like had a love for aliens and a fascination with them and he has a very different relationship with them but i think it's like how sammy i said you wanted to see the spirits too bad i think he wants to see aliens too bad that he misses the opportunity very often (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or like it happens like right in front of our faces and we're yeah. like that was like so like not as climatic as I thought it was going to be so it should be something else it's more rational than what I just saw <laughs> right I, I'm looking for something bigger here I, I need a, a ghost to light up and be glowing so I know it's a ghost yeah <laughs> and I wanted to tell me verbatim I am a ghost <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Okay, so we, when we first moved to Santa Fe, we lived in this weird house, excuse me, in like the boonies. Sammy was there. She came once. It was kind of, it's like not far from the main road, but it's on a big enough piece of property that it feels like you're really far away. Does that make sense? Yeah. And there's a lot of space between you and the neighbors. And there was like a big main house was in the shape of a dome. And that house, for some reason, like had a lawsuit against it from the previous owners that said the house made them sick. I don't know. Oh my God. But we weren't allowed to stay in the big house. We stayed in the small casita. And the only reason we did this is because we were in our twenties and it was free. So right. I don't Why not? think you need very many other reasons to stay somewhere. You just yeah. ignore the sketchy stuff. Totally. 
But anyway, when it was dark, it was like really dark because there weren't any street lights or lamps or anything like that. And my friend Amber was visiting and me and Amber and Franco were like in the backyard, just talking and laughing and actually talking about aliens and why there's like such a phenomenon of seeing them in the Southwest or like, or like places like Anchorage because there's nothing really out there, not Anchorage, no Alaska. There's nothing really out there. There's not very many people. The sky is like very dark. So whenever you see something, you really see it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we were talking about that and Franco went inside the casita and he came back out in the doorway and his back was like in the casita still. And he was looking out at us and we were, Amber and I were looking at him and he was saying something. And then this huge orb of light just flew in from like behind the casita right in front of it and just like was hovering over the casita and it was so bright and like totally round and Amber and I were just in shock you know that in shock feeling where you can't even get a word out because yeah what you're seeing yeah that's what it felt like and I was like what the hell is that and Franco was like what what and he started to come out of the doorway and as soon as he stepped out it went off in the other direction fast so it was like there and then gone and he missed it and I felt really bad about it because we had just been talking about it I have no idea what else it could have been just because of the way it moved and the way it looked yeah that's crazy the way it just like completely shot in the opposite direction like things don't usually do that nope (laughs) right and not that fast right something natural at least no and anyway, we didn't really hang out much outside at night after that, because I was like, I don't think that something bad's going to happen, but why risk it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have. Hey, yeah. no, getting out of there. Yeah, we moved out not that long after, because then it became <laughs> too weird to live there. We needed just to get a real apartment. <laughs> oh, gosh. Fuck that. So you guys both, I think, is it fair to say that you think or believe in aliens or that there's something a thousand percent there's definitely life on other planets and not just us like you know i just don't like to believe that they come here and follow us and watch us and break into our homes and whatever they want with us yeah it's just weird (laughs) i find that very fair we're not they have to have known that enough about us by now, right? What's more there right, to learn? Totally. Ugh. Anyway. I think if we can understand psychology and stuff like that, they have to understand everything else too. Right. Exactly. And they must be pretty disturbed by what they see in the human race. Uh, I'm just assuming, actually, because I have no idea. What if they're right. worse? Yeah. I don't know. No. I would be disturbed if I came from another planet that had technology advanced enough to come to a, another universe or galaxy and see some slugs like us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Very disappointing. <laughs> like, all right. I think we've seen enough. I don't know. We'll try in another million years. We'll see what happens. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I, I think you have to set the animal scene just before we move into the next story. How many animals we got in the room? Oh my um, god. We've kicked the cats out because we have a tote box in here that they just won't leave alone. Leave alone. <laughs> but we have three dogs in this room. 
Amazing. It's a bear full house. Good lord. Too full, man. It's a zoo. It just, I don't understand when we come in here to record, every single being wants to be in here with us. And it's like any other time we're anywhere else in the house, they don't want anything to do with us. And we come in here and they're like, oh, we shall join you. Yep. And yeah, be family time. Month. Yep. We're going to shake every five minutes and then <laughs> I'm going to find itches to scratch that I've been waiting all day for. Yeah. Yes. How about that? <laughs> and then how about in the middle of a sentence, we just start barking. Does that sound oh, good? Does that sound yes. good for you guys? Especially that. And then I think I might lick my dirty paws for 20 minutes. Oh, that's nice. That's lovely. I hate them so much. Oh, the things we do for these animals that control our whole lives. It's unbelievable. Literally. All right, Sam, you got another story for us? Yes. So. Oh, go ahead. I don't know what I was going to say. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um. So I think this happened like end of, what did, what did I say? End of August, early September, mm-hmm. two years ago. Um, yeah, it was before Franco and I came to visit, like right before. Yeah, yeah, right before. So, oh man, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my friend and I, I had moved down here to Colorado and my friend that I had previously worked with was still living in Wyoming. And so we were like, let's just go camping. Like it's probably the last time we're going to be able to go camping before next summer. So let's just go. Like it's, it's whatever. So she drives down to where I live and we pick a place in Fort Collins that's just maybe like an hour's drive but like an hour in the mountains really isn't like that far away it's just a lot more time consuming um, to get there so we go to this one camping area and at first I was super excited because we were the only ones there um, so we didn't have to worry about being quiet, you know, you don't have to worry about like being those weird girls that are like listening to murder podcasts while eating hot dogs, you know, oh, yeah, LOL. casual, yeah, casual <laughs> shit. And I had my dog with me and if like, he is just so easily distracted by anything. And if he really wants to like play with people, he will just make the weirdest noises. <laughs> he is so f- obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever. So we get there, we set up camp and we go on this walk and on this walk I like notice to like the side of the path you know how like when a if a tree falls down like sometimes like the dirt will still stick to the roots so it creates mm-hmm. like this wall or like this weird yeah like big yeah. trees yeah big yeah. trees yeah. so like a tree had fallen down and so like there was like this dirt wall and then, then somebody had put like sticks up against like leaning up against the tree no. roots that it picked Mm-mm. up so it looked like a makeshift tent, but like I couldn't see anybody in there. But again, like I was not going to investigate and my dog didn't really give a shit about it. He was just so excited to be on a walk. Um, <laughs> You're like, you should care about this, man. Like, please I know, look right? over there and care about this. <laughs> what a freak. Um, so whatever, we get done with our walk and that little like, weird makeshift tent thing was like maybe a hundred feet away from our campsite, like into the forest. Mm-mm was like super uneasy but we had already set up camp and I was like you know what Sammy don't be a little bitch it was probably like some kids or something that were like oh look dude this would be so cool you know and like played 
whatever the fuck in there and their parents were just like let them play with the sticks like you know (laughs) isn't it amazing what we will rationalize when we're scared like totally that handprint thing or like this obvious makeshift living situation that you don't know if anyone's there you're like no it's fine it's cool yeah some kids made it like fucking years ago Oh, someone was building a fort. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How cute. <laughs> um, so whatever, it starts to get dark and um, we're making a fire and we're like eating and like listening to podcasts and the whole time, like my dog is very like in your face, like wanting attention always or like at least if he's not, he's just like chilling. But mm-hmm. he was just like sitting down right next to me, staring behind me into the forest. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And he would like absolutely not budge, like at all. Did so, that freak you out? No, completely. It was so freaky because he, like, like I said, he was one that, like, if you were to like try to get his attention, he would at least like perk up or like do something or like he's pretty easy to move, mm-hmm. like, but not in that moment. Like I would yank him, and he was like resisting. Hey. Yeah. Nope. nope. He was not having it. He wouldn't even like want food. I'd be like, here's some of my hot dog. And he was like, nope, I'm just going to keep staring into this forest. Oh, that is a bad sign. Yeah, which it was in the direction of where that weird like tent thing was. Mm-mm. So that's even better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, okay, so there's some weird serial killer that's staying in this tent that's like about to come for us. And the only reason why they haven't is because my dog is here. <laughs> Right. <laughs> wouldn't do anything if anything tried to kill me. So <laughs> false protection, honestly. So we're just chilling and all of a sudden we hear like a, I think it was a coyote because I don't think in that area it has like wolves or anything, but we hear like a coyote howl and it was just one. And so we're like, you know what? That's nothing to be freaked out about. Like we right. are in their wilderness. Like this is their home. Like just let them do their thing, you know? like whatever so we're still chilling and we're still just listening to podcasts and we hear like probably 10 20 minutes later um like a pack start howling and this time it was a little bit closer than just the one so i was like i don't know do they find food (laughs) is that what they do like one per one coyote's like hey i found some food and the rest of them were like oh yeah you got some food (laughs) what did your dog do when he heard all the he's just still staring oh yeah i don't like that that is like really upsetting (laughs) i know right super weird um but again we were like we are in their fucking territory right like we have no room to speak um so i think it was like at this point maybe that i had grabbed my gun Maybe because I was just like, if there's a wild animal, like I cannot fight against that thing. Like yeah. I'm gonna shoot out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I grabbed my gun from her car that was unlocked. So it was just chilling there all day long while we were doing whatever. And um, then all of a sudden, like I don't remember what time this started to happen, but her um her car like honked and like the lights flashed. Like, mm. you know how when you lock your car, like it does that okay. when it honks stuff? I don't know. So it, it couldn't have been like something that touched it. It was like locking the doors. Yeah, it was like locking the doors. But it, the way it does like with the remote, like you can't be inside oh. of it and lock it because it would right. just it would just lock. It wouldn't make the honk, you know? 
Right. And the lights wouldn't flash. So, oh my God. I, yeah. So my friend looks at me and she's like, you know what? The keys were in my pocket. I probably just pushed the button on accident. <laughs> so she takes the keys out of her pocket and she sets them on the cooler that we were using as a table. And we just, that's it. That's the end of that. And um, then probably like five, 10 minutes later, it goes off again. And uh, my friend, she ran out of her chair and hid behind me because I had the gun. And she literally was like, we're fucking leaving. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. Let's fucking go. Right. So we, (laughs) in like five minutes, not even five minutes, we tore that shit down and just shoved it. We didn't even put anything back where it belonged. We just shoved it in the back of her car. Yes. Um, I threw my dog in the back of the car. I hoped that he at least could find somewhere to get comfortable. And um, the whole time I was kind of freaking out that we had started a forest fire because <laughs> <laughs> we like we put out the fire with like the cans and like the bottles of water that we had with like handy with us. Right. But there were like so, like it was still smoldering. But she was, like, so freaked out that I was just like, let's just fucking go. It's in a fire pit. Like, unless something crazy happens, I don't think anything's going to start on fire, hopefully. Because right. um, that's a felony. But anyways. Um, <laughs> uh, so we get the car loaded up. We get in the car. And she's, like, hightailing it the fuck out of there. It's fucking... I don't know, like 7 p.m. at night. It's not even that fucking late, but it's dark as fuck out there. Yeah. And um, there's no lighting. There's nothing. And we're just driving down these roads. We don't have, like, we don't have a map. We have no oh idea where we're going. God. Yeah. So oh. we're like, we will either reach a dead end and have to turn around and go back, or we're going to reach somewhere that has a sign that's telling us where to go. <laughs> so she's like hightailing it down this dirt road. And I'm kind of freaking out because I don't like dirt roads because you can slide off and there's like cliffs there's like a mountainside like down where we can fall and die it's fine what if it's um, falling on the road you know and you don't see it till the last second right yeah it's just like some creepy shit but she was not she was just going no fear except for what was behind us and um uh she we're driving and she starts to slow down because there's like this thing in the middle of the road but you can't really tell what it is so she starts slowing down. The closer we get, I'm like, is that an owl? Is that a fucking owl in the middle of the fucking road? Oh and it was it was an owl. And we get maybe like 10 feet away from it. And it just um, starts to fly away. Like it doesn't even turn around. It's not facing us this whole time. It doesn't even turn its head to like look at us like any animal would if something was approaching it. It just flies away. It was super creepy. And oh she God. looks at me and she's like, aren't owls like an omen of death? <laughs> now that you like, say that you could have fucking waited till we got out of here yeah. i know no i looked at her and i was just like no they're like wise owls like harry potter like come on like they're not no there's no way they're death omens like come on mm-hmm. so i'm trying to calm us down so we finally get somewhere <laughs> where we see a sign that says fort collins this way so we go to Fort Collins, um, find our way back to Loveland, where I live, and she stays the night. Um, she sleeps on the couch. I sleep on the bed. And this, um, you know what? I think this was like a week before you guys came down for Franco's birthday, actually. So it had to have been like the end of November. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? Oh, wait. We came in September. Oh, so it had to have been in October then. Wait, no, September? August. So it must have been like 
That makes sense if you're still com- camping at like the end of August. Yeah, November's a little chilly. Yeah, that's true. Or that's maybe probably early September. That's probably that's a much much better time frame. So that sounds better. Anyways, um, so she's staying the night, and as I'm sleeping, I have the most vivid dream, and it freaks me out to this day. I'm like going through like this abandoned school. Like there's nothing in there. It's just a bunch of rooms and a bunch of hallways. And I'm with my um, childhood best friend and she just like looks in one of the rooms and she's like, what's that? And there's like an owl perched on like a, like, it's just like sitting on the desk, but it's not like a regular owl. It's like if an owl and Slenderman had a baby, (laughs) it is like, it is like a tall, long, stretched out owl. Oh my god. It is the creepiest thing. And she is like unfazed. She's like, oh, there's like a note tied to its little leg. But it's Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, apparently. (laughs) Whatever. So school was this? It was an abandoned school. It was a magic school. Oh my god. An abandoned magic school. That's what makes it right. Um (laughs) so she like opens up the note and she reads it out loud and it says code black. Oh no. <laughs> it says code black 11 21 oh, 21 my god but it's it was backwards it said 21 11 21 because that's it was like for some reason in my mind i'm thinking european dates because that's how they do it in europe right right i, I mean know. he was an it, owl with a note tied yeah. to his ankle so <laughs> i i this is freaking me out monique so code black for us yeah in our job in our job me that's that means whatever whoever you're with is dead yeah that means dead dead body yeah oh, so like if an no. officer goes on scene of like somebody that's like a welfare check they'll say um obvious code black yeah and that's just us saying like oh they're obviously dead but i need paramedics <laughs> to because to, i don't have the degree yeah so we need somebody oh. to say that, that it's for sure code black you know oh, um so God. they're for sure dead yeah oh. so and the owl the whole time is staring straight at me no. as my friend is like reading this note and everything. What was the date on it? November twenty first of this year. Oh, good. And at the time, oh, that's right. You've told me a story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what a good storyteller you are. Is Macy's like it's the first time I'm ever I'm hearing this. Riveted. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I. I woke up from that dream and I literally was like freaking out. And I was just like, that owl is telling me I'm going to die in like two years. Like, holy shit. So now in November, I'm going to have to just lock myself in a room and hope that nothing happens. Now I'm remembering this whole conversation. Yep. That's it. My death day is November 21st. Okay. <laughs> FYI. According <laughs> to my dream. This is going to sound so stupid. This is the scariest part to me. That you were able to read and remember something from a dream really freaks mm-hmm. me out because I cannot remember ever having been able to do that in a dream. It is so vivid to me that like I remember everything. It's that, it sucks. It like it was it's it almost felt like it wasn't a dream. It's like one of those dreams that like it felt so realistic, but it was like yeah, I was walking like I couldn't see myself. It was me, you know. It was the yeah. weirdest fucking thing. What do you think the owl was or meant? Well, okay, so turns out I Googled it and owls are an omen of death. Great. Mm-hmm. So 
I think the owl was like warning me about this date. Oh, great. So I get a wife for 21 days. I know. I think <laughs> you I better know. enjoy it. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> but you um, guys are going to go on a kick ass honeymoon in those 20 days. So I don't think, I think that's going to wait until like much later. <laughs> um, no, but I think that like I saw the owl from the trip obviously it was in the middle of the road and it like freaks me out the most because the whole time we I saw it in person it was not looking at me right. and then in the dream it all it did was stare at me right so like that weird like analogy there I feel like there's something there and then the fact that like I don't know I feel like it was something's connected to it either like my subconscious was like really freaked out by the owl and like connected it in this way mm-hmm. or like it actually means something I don't know I don't like it what do you think it is I don't want to. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Sammy doesn't have a ton of dreams that she tells me. Mm-hmm. Do you not remember dreams that much? The dreams that I have are stupid. They're, like, work-related. Yeah. Like, stupid dreams. So this is a little bit out of the norm, which freaks me out. I don't know. <laughs> I, my plan, um, if we... <laughs> If we we're gonna take that day off if we don't already have it off and then i'm just gonna like wrap her in bubble wrap i think <laughs> not too yeah. tight it's back to, you're gonna back suffocate fire, me so. and we're just gonna not go outside yeah you'll have all food already ready to go nobody's taking yeah. a shower nobody's going no. in the bathroom that's a dangerous place yeah <laughs> just get me a bucket alone. yeah yeah <laughs> not alone <laughs> well okay i have a weird owl story and i will tell you what the owl meant to me i'm not saying this necessarily means it to you but it made me think i totally forgot this owl story even happened actually Ooh. um which is funny because the person i'm with we have very different memories of what happened and that kind of freaks me out too yeah um okay so i don't think Franco and I were married yet. I think we were engaged still, but I would go to like these meditation uh, meetings with his mom. And it Uh was just something we did once a week. We just both were really, I don't know, interested in meditation and she had a group and she invited me to it. Anyway, so in Rio Rancho, there's a huge chunk of the city that's still like, there's not much out there. There's like two dumps and there's like, high school between the two dumps and not really much else out there um so there aren't like lights it's like classic southwest darkness out there right yeah and we are driving um to the meditation and we were talking about aliens because franco's mom just does all the time we just end up talking about them all the time she has like a lot a strong interest in them and she wants to hear what i think or whatever so we're talking about them and it was like raining a little bit, but nothing too bad. Um, and we were just chit-chatting. Oh no, we were on the way home. I'm sorry. Yeah, we were on the way home. And like, you know, the further along we get, I guess we're getting more in the storm and it starts raining even harder. And so we're not talking as much and we're kind of quiet. And huh, I feel like I'm gonna throw up telling a story. <laughs> okay, get it together. <laughs> Okay, and then we're like out in the boonies. There's not much lights out there except her car and this it's like a strike of lightning that lights up the whole sky and this mm-hmm. huge 
fucking owl flies out in front of us huge Mm. and there are owls out there but like I had never seen such a big bird in my life and his mom slammed on the brakes because it scared her and then her car turned off for no reason it just turned off oh no and then turned back on oh no like the rain slowly stopped and it was such a strange series of events in a row um and that the lights like the car turned off and then it turned back off and the time was you know wrong because the car had turned off I had this like sinking feeling in my stomach that we had been sitting there for a while because it felt like it was just a moment in time but then for some reason I felt like we had been sitting there with the car off for a long time um and I don't really know what happened because she said she kind of feels that too but she doesn't remember the owl and I don't know how she doesn't remember it because that's the whole reason she slammed on the brakes you know right and like uh from alien stuff that I've watched they often use owls as like replaces the image of them but they're an owl instead and that freaked me out because I did feel like that there was like lost time that I couldn't explain I just felt it in my body and that she doesn't remember the owl at all and I don't know how she couldn't yeah I think I've heard that before from um, one of the podcasts I listened to and I was just like huh that's cool and then I just like forgot about it because I don't want to think about the fact that I might have seen an alien and or an alien showed me some dream about Mm -hmm. me dying Mm -hmm. or Maybe this is uh, the date that you're going to get probed. Do not say that. Oh, my God. I hate you so much. I am not sleeping that day. (laughs) Mason, I thought you wanted to be married 21 days by that date. This is not a good step in the right direction. (laughs) Oh, my God. better than you dying. I would rather die than get probed. Are you kidding (laughs) Correct. Just guys, put a chest belt on me. What? Nothing is probing me. Guys, tell us in the comments, would you rather die or get probed? What do you think? I would rather die. That's so weird. No way am I gonna get probed. Oh what are they gonna do? Eat this. I hate this so much. So I'm not saying that it was an alien. But I'm but saying was- that was a very weird, eerily similar story. I mean, you know, honestly, if I think about it, not like it was my life, I'm going to pretend, I'm going to like, uh, dis- what is it called? Dissociate from the experience yes. for a moment. <laughs> yeah. With the car alarm going off by itself, with Cass like staring into the forest, like there's no person that can will for a car alarm to go off, you know? Right, right. Um, no matter how weird it is. And it's like, my friend told me she's like my car has never done that since and she's been camping since it was just that one time where her car alarm was going off and it's like and it even weirder is like I guess in the moment I didn't realize that it was locking itself for some reason I thought it was just honking and so when I went to like put things back in the car I was like I was like why isn't it opening and she's like it's locking us out and I was like fuck why did you say it like that so it freaked me out even more this is not a good friend to yeah. have in a very scary situation because she has some painful one-liners. Yes. <laughs> so, I think 
it was trying to lock us out it was trying to keep us there and so like i don't know if it's like telling me that like on this date we're gonna um, something's gonna happen where it's gonna happen eventually i don't know i don't know i hate this this is so upsetting and wonderful so upsetting yep this is fine (laughs) i'm not sleeping tonight (laughs) i think sometimes that i'm really drawn to horror because I don't know I think it's a line of work that I have that like is a lot of real life like horror that I'm very like I love to be scared by stuff that's like has nothing to do with me do you know what I mean and that I'm not a part of yeah 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 healthy freaked out but except I'm gonna be really freaked out tonight and I'm not sleeping (laughs) me either so we can just keep talking for the rest of the night (laughs) (laughs) um it's not about owls or aliens or dying Mm -mm, none of the above cool 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 um macy did you have another one i can't top that that was a that was a pretty good finisher i'm not gonna lie (laughs) um camping is always just uh it's interesting because i've camped a lot i love camping those first two nights are always pretty rough no matter how many times you've been camping Yep. I don't know. I love camping. I've never had any problems where I was scared like that ever. Ugh, it's I had a night. Well, my brother, we, we used to go to Lake Powell every year. Um, mm-hmm. And my brothers went before we started going. Um, they have like a different dad than me and they would go with their dad. And we had a night once. I'm just remembering this story. Ooh. Um, so Will was at Lake Powell and he had this like boombox stereo thing in in his room and it kept going off all fucking night Mm -hmm. and it would go to like the third CD in like the I don't remember what track it was but it was uh, Gangster's Paradise (laughs) that is not (laughs) a song you want to just hear randomly playing no no and it was on full blast and it kept going off and kept you think it's funny I know you're laughing, but Will, the time that it went off, we correlated this, and my dad went in and oh, no. literally, like, unplugged it. Um, we found out that Will had, like, wandered off. What? Yeah, they were all drinking, and he had wandered no. off, and he tripped, and the campsite they used to use, and we used it a couple times, um, just a few yards away from the campsite, it ended in these cliffs that went <gasps> into Lake no if he he rolled off the cliffs you know you would roll into the lake and he had tripped and was rolling (gasps) and he got right up to the edge and he said something stopped him at the edge he doesn't know what it was but at that time gangster's paradise started playing (laughs) at home (laughs) so it was like trying to wake you guys up to be like hey get your fucking person here yeah i can't hold him much longer yeah but he was in a totally different state than us we were at home what we were at my house in montrose colorado so his in lake powell in utah oh my god yeah wonder if it was your grandpa no he was alive oh just kidding at the time no will is also like super connected connected yeah. to yeah. stuff so i think it was his high energy that was going straight to that song and if you listen to the song it's about dying <laughs> And I, I thought mean, it was- good thing he's God. sensitive because something out there was like watching his back dude right that's crazy 
Yeah, so he has a hard time camping sometimes. I bet. Because that freaked him out. Once we told him, he was like, oh my god. Oh my god. Can I just put a TSA out there? Because you guys do this in your pod all the time. Hey, if you're going camping, especially now that it's coming up to summer, don't get trashed at the campsite. Please do not get absolutely hammered at the campsite that you might wander off and die. Here's the thing. If you do get trashed, make sure there's at least one or two responsible adults who are yes. not. So that yes. can like babysit your dumbass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you don't die in a lake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, go. it was like an 80 foot drop oh into my the water. God. So he probably would have not he survived totally that. Died. He wouldn't have landed right. When you land in the water like that, it is like hitting concrete. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm from that high up yeah oh yeah oh yeah isn't that wild oh my god okay i'm gonna round us out with a camping story as well and then we'll all have three camp stories too yes i love it and can i just say even though i am so horrified and sweating and i'm not gonna sleep tonight i'm very glad we did this (laughs) me too (laughs) okay so i don't really know how to describe what this is it was just a creepy situation but um, there is a camp that I went to when I was a kid. And then when I got older, I became a counselor. And it's like a really small, like 10 kids. We camp there for the week. There's like amazing couple who hosts it. For, it's for like at-risk youth. And we get to do like, you know, cooperative games and like learning about building and stuff like that. So it's, really it's cool. pretty fun. Um, yeah. So I've stayed going as an adult and volunteering because I just have such a good time there. And it makes actually that's probably why I became a teacher now that I think about it but anyway besides the point um the last time I went was in like I think it was in 2018 yeah because then no no in 2019 and then obviously not last year anyway it was just me and two other um counselors that we had been campers together for like most of our childhood And then it was all older campers this year because we were kind of retiring at the camp. So we only took on like the older campers so that we could do, you know, bigger adventures and stuff like that. So we did a backpacking trip where we, you know, took everything that we were gonna hike with and um, just backpacked out. We left the property, this is up in Penasco. We left the property and hiked out for like another two hours before we got to this um like fields just like an open field and there's some hills in the background but we're definitely downhill um and it's just really pretty and we were going to camp out there and uh everything was fine it had sprinkled a little bit but we roasted hot dogs and we were just hanging out the kids were just i don't know running around screaming being 13 year olds and the counselors were all just sitting by the fire hanging out and talking I think about Game of Thrones actually now I think about it anyway um we're all talking and then suddenly you hear this like loud like animal shrieking in pain like and it was booming through the valley that we were in so whatever it was was on top of the the ledge above us and then we got really quiet because we're like did we hear that And then all of a sudden, like the air just started to reek of like pee, like animal pee. And then you heard it again, but it sounded like even louder this time. And we were just like, nope. We all just looked at each other and then got up and just grabbed, started grabbing stuff. 
threw out the fire right away, which was stupid. We should have left the fire to last because that's probably the only reason whatever it was wasn't coming down to us, but we threw out the fire right away. And we literally left everything there. We just grabbed our backpacks and started hiking out because it was 6.30 and it was starting to get dark and we were barely gonna make it out of there in time because we had like another two hour hike back. Um, and we couldn't run also, you shouldn't run while you're in a valley underneath maybe a big animal. We don't know what it was, but whatever it was kept following us and it was, it would get kind of quiet because we would make space and then it would get really loud and we're trying to walk as quickly as we can but not run and there's about 12 of us trying to stay in like a group you know make sure nobody gets left behind and we're like with a bunch of kids and that went on for an hour and we got back to like the property after maybe like an hour and 15 minutes but whatever it was followed us for almost an hour and just occasionally you would hear this like shrieking, like as if something was like being injured while it was still following us, whatever oh, the no. hell it was. Oh and no, no, no. After, yeah, almost an hour, we got like close enough to the property where there's like more, the people are pretty far apart. They're acres apart, but there are people out there and it smells like people, you know, and there's fire and whatnot. And whatever it is finally left us alone after we got that close. And this whole time I'm like keeping it together because I have these kids who are looking at me like, are we gonna be okay? And we cross the property line and I just like burst into tears. And oh, no. they were like, what's wrong? I'm like, oh my God, that was so scary. But like, <laughs> uh, yeah, all of us slept in like, <laughs> two tents that night me and all of the girl campers slept in one tent and all the boy oh, campers yeah. and the other two counselors slept in one tent because nobody wanted to be by themselves and right. uh, the owner of the property like we described what happened and he was like oh it sounds like maybe it was like a wounded elk or something because that's kind of sound that they might make and I was like or yeah, like a like, Blair Witch yeah right I'm like because why did it follow us like if it was a wounded animal which it sounded like why did it follow us for so long and like that closely yeah anyway man I hate that (laughs) definitely the most scared I've ever been in my life I don't know very much about Native American folklore Mm -hmm. but like oh Wendigo wait yeah that's what I was thinking I was like Wendigos sometimes like for the most part they mimic to make you to like lure you to um to them basically so i'm wondering if like they thought yeah. the wendigo or whatever the being or animal was like if it was if it had ill intent if it was like trying to lure you in by sounding like a wounded animal and kept following you trying to like say like hey help me and then yeah. i'll kill you oh, fuck that. Oh, God. yeah when you said that it made me think of like la llorona and like crying <laughs> to like lure yep. you in to see if you can help this poor oh. woman yep <sighs> I had never thought about that. Yeah, Wendigos freak me out. So anytime I'm out in the wilderness, that's the first thing I think about is a Wendigo. And I just hope to God that it's not going to kill me. Wow. I hate them. Yeah, because it must know that I'm like an animal lover and would go to a wounded animal. But oh, that's, totally. But it was so loud and scary. It scared me away. <laughs> well, it just is going to have to. It's probably a new one still learning the ropes, you know. <laughs> we got away and... <laughs> whoever's training it was like come on man there's 12 yeah, of them you scared them all yeah you need to sound like a little kitten that's whimpering 
Yeah, don't go for an elk. Yeah, People don't go for go something scary. Like, you might not be scared by that, but they are. They're dumb humans. Right. Uh, ugh, I'm all freaked out again. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, no, no. It's, it's just, I love this shit. Honestly, it's good because it's been so long since I've been freaked out by like a movie yeah. or a story or a book or something. It's like uh, campfire stories, you know, since we're talking about camping. It. Yes, I'm very happy we ended with camping, which was not my plan. But. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to throw it in there, I, I just want to mention because, you know, big fan of Who Knew. You guys are doing a Hollywood series right now. Do you want to do a little plug about your Hollywood series? Yes. So we started it technically the last month of February. Last week of February. Yep, that's what I meant. <laughs> Thank God Macy's here for me. Um, uh, we started it with, um, when is this coming out? Um, on Wednesday. Okay, so I won't go into too much detail, but we started it with talking about the death of Connie Hopkins and the Black Dahlia murder. Um, Connie Hopkins, for those who don't know, is the mother of famous guitarist Dave Navarro, who was in um, part of the Red Hot Chili Peppers as well as Jane's Addiction. And he is a host of Ink Master. So he's a pretty famous dude. And then the episode that we just released, which is the first official Hollywood series, is the crazy death of Marilyn Monroe and the crazy, weird conspiracy theory, mysterious death of Johnny Stompanato, who was the ex-boyfriend of Lana Turner. And then this week, what's coming out this week? Um, tonight we're recording the Roosevelt Hotel. Yeah, the Roosevelt Hotel. And then I'm talking about the underground tunnels of Los Angeles. Oh my god. Both of those <laughs> sound so interesting. How do you guys think of this shit? I'm so excited. I don't know. The, for some reason, it's been hard for me to find like stories that are like Hollywood that I was like really into doing research about. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I just found this by some weird chance and I was like this is is, does this fit and Macy's like it's our podcast we can do whatever the fuck we want and I was like okay cool so it works but yeah then the week after that we're talking about two very big cases um that I won't talk about in depth but just know that they're like huge 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 for the true crime community so and Hollywood related it's pretty cool and then we're going to end it, the series, with, like, just one big cohesive, like, kind of like what we did for the Stanley episode, where maybe we'll talk about one part of the same story and I'll talk about another part of the same story, because it's so big that we're going to have to have it for one full episode. So we're going to end it on a truly a big banger that is well known by people. So I hope that we can do it justice in our own way. Fuck yeah. I am so stoked that you guys are doing a series. <laughs> I think we I we've had a lot of fun with it. So we might end up doing it again in a couple of months with like a different theme. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Well, and then, you know, uh correct me if I'm wrong. Uh you guys are working on setting up merch, who knew merch with the piece that we collaborated on. Yes, I just have to get off my lazy butt and like actually get on there and do it. I think cuz I I love the products that we got with them. It looks super cool. So I just need to actually put it into the works. And it should be, I'm hoping to do that within the next week. 
Very cool. Well, um, then- this is like finals week, so I've been a little oh, swamped yeah. with like school and stuff. So hopefully I'll have some extra time next week at work. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, whenever that comes out, I will be sharing that on my Instagram also. That was a really fun collab. And you guys can get uh, my Who Knew stickers that I created and collaborated with Macy and Sammy on their Patreon, which I will put in the show notes too. Yay. Oh, Sweet. Well, uh, thank you guys for Horror Babies Part 3, the scariest one of them all. Yes. Um, (laughs) We're going to have to take it even to another crazier level the next collab we do on this for season two. I don't know how we're going to top that, but I'm sure we'll figure it out. Whatever we do, I think we might have to film in the daytime, which I realize is the nighttime for you guys, but you might have to pull an (laughs) all-nighter. That's okay. I um, stay up until like 10 a.m. sometimes. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So we'll do a a bright and early one at like 6 a.m. It's early. No ghosts are up by then. It's fine. Totally. It's fine. (laughs) So here we are. End of season one. It was a good season. It was really fun. Got to talk to some really awesome people. Um, just about stuff that we're naturally interested in. I think that made the conversations even more meaningful and wonderful. But I will say, I always have a million projects going on and it will be nice to have a breather, have some more time to record and meet with other people and put together a really good season two. My plan is to come back in May for season two. But if you're still interested in following along with my art and what I'm working on, you can follow me on Instagram at babyshroomart. Um, I will also link my Etsy and my merch shop in the show notes, as well as the uh, Discussion Ready episode for the Stanley and Who News information. Uh, If you want to check them out and hopefully some new merch coming out, which I'm really excited about, I will put that on my page too. Thank you guys so much for joining me for this season. I, honest to God, am shocked every time I look at the um, anchor page and see how many people are listening and where in the world they're listening from. And it's just, um, it's been a really wild, humbling, fun experience. And I'm really, really looking forward to being able to still do this. So until uh, next time, I hope you have a good end to your winter, a good spring, and I will see you this summer. Bye.